Welcome to Friend Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now your hosts, Brett and Ron White and D-Law, Dan Lawless. Welcome to our live playoff show. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs you kidding me playoffs yeah i'm looking at this really quick here and there are some really interesting playoffs i, I think we're in for some exciting hockey coming up here down the stretch uh what do you what do you think about that d law oh this week this playoff season is going to be unbelievable you won't want to miss any action in any of these series um but first um i need to recap uh, the Friday night game, Predators and Arizona, because it actually had playoff implications. Um, well, when we left Friday, you know, the Predators were leading, and I was like, oh, it looks like we're going to be in Cal- Calgary. Well, 4 nothing lead, and can you believe it? The Predators blew it. They blew a 4 nothing lead, and it's just like – and I was watching the third period, and it just looked like the Preds looked tired. The, they, the This was uh, the fastest three goals to start a game in Predators franchise history. Uh, and another little tidbit, it was the last game ever at the Gila River Arena, because obviously they're, they'll be playing in the college stadium or college arena next year. It's also the first time the Preds scored four goals in the first period this series or this season, uh, the first shot and go- the first shot on goal, the Predators scored uh, twenty five seconds in. It was Colton Sissons, and then Johansson gets his twenty six, and Tolvin and, and Grantland each get their eleventh. But then Arizona came flying back, four goals in the first. Um, The Predators scored four goals in the first seven minutes. Uh, Arizona scored, you know, they tied it up in the third period, and then they went ahead. Um, Another interesting side note, the Predators assistant coach, Todd Richards, uh, a puck went into the Predators bench, and he tossed, he he signaled, he pointed to a young fan uh, wearing a Coyotes jersey in the front row, and he flipped the puck over the glass to to the kid, and he, they, they did he did get the puck. The camera was on him. Um, Duchesne got a double minor. They luckily they killed it off. Um, Jeannot drew a penalty against Boyd, uh, but the Predators didn't score on that power play. And as I said, Arizona had five unanswered goals. It's just not the way they want to go into the playoffs. So that made uh, that loss made them clinch uh, the second wild card. So they have to play Colorado instead of Calgary. So just uh, just briefly, just want to go down the the matchups we got. Uh, We'll have in the Eastern Conference. We'll have uh, the Predators Trophy winning Florida Panthers. Uh, they're going to be playing Washington, uh, Carolina, 
who won their division will be playing Boston. That's going to be an interesting series. Toronto will actually have home ice against Tampa Bay. And the Rangers and Pittsburgh, which will be an intriguing series in itself. And then in the West, as I mentioned, Colorado and the Preds. And then Calgary and Dallas. And then another interesting series, Minnesota, St. Louis, and Edmonton and the Kings. Yeah, that's that's some exciting hockey. I do have to mention um, just some news. Yesterday, the Red Wings announced that Jeff Blashill, coach Jeff Blashill, the assistant coach Doug Ahuda, and the goalie coach Jeff Salako will no longer be a part of the organization. So the hunt is on. That's all. Yeah. Just wanted to add that. Yeah, that's uh, uh well, I, I kind of called that, didn't I? Say he was probably going to be let go of like on locker cleanout day. No, I don't you, know you if did. it was you did, I just, and uh, yeah, I knew. I knew it was going to happen, too. I wanted it earlier, though. Yeah, well, I mean, it was by that time, it was too late. Maybe if they did it before the All-Star game, yeah. Yeah, at least it, at least it happened. So It was inevitable. Um, so let's, uh, let's get right into the, uh, into the, uh, playoff matchups, um, yeah, let me, uh, let me break down. Uh, <clears throat> I'll break down Florida, Washington here. How's that sound? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can start with the okay. East. Yeah. So in the East, we've got Florida, Washington. Florida is my favorite to come out of the East. Um, their their record, they stand at a 58, 18, and 6. They come into the playoffs with 122 points. Uh, Washington. Uh, Washington comes in 44, 26, and 12. They had 100 points on the year. Now, this is going to be a good matchup because um, you've got the likes of, you know, Tom Wilson and Wegar, and you got some big boys out here ready to ready to play some hockey. Playoff hockey always intensifies. Uh, and I think these are two teams that are really out there. I mean, you got Ovi. We don't know how much more he's got left in the tank. He's you know, this is a year that he's going to want to take this all the way to the, the cup. He's going to want to get another one here now. Um, but during the year, they met a total of three times where Florida actually took two to one on the on the series for the season. Um, you, you know, and, and my player to watch here is, you know, one of it's obviously Ovi. Um, you know, he scored a ton of goals this year. Um, but in this series in particular, he, he had four goals between the three games that they played. So he, he's he's kind of got a, a number on these guys. So they got to keep, you know, keep keep an eye on him. Um, you're going to also have to contain Tom Wilson. This is playoff hockey. He's going to be hunting out there. So got to keep your head up. Got to know where he is on the ice, and that could play a factor. Yeah, he's not a fan favorite, but, <clears throat> you know, he, he's not afraid to mix it up and, and make the hits. So got to keep your head up because he's he's coming. And then once he gets in your head, he's going to try to draw a penalty. So got to gotta keep that in mind. Um, you know, and then, and then on Florida – um, you know, my player to watch there is going to be Barkov. You know, he had two goals in their three matchups, um, but he's playing some great hockey here down the stretch, and I think he's going to be one to keep an eye on in this series. I just think he's going to find a way to do it. And, you know, you, you always, with Florida, the one thing that they bring is a fast-paced game. So they're they're always looking for stretch passes. Um, you got to watch Huberdeau down the uh, 
down the ice on that stretch pass because they'll catch you if, if the minute you're sleeping on these guys and you let them creep down they're they're gonna hit that that pass they did it frequently throughout the the games i don't know how many times they did it against detroit alone but watching this team play they're just they're fast and, and they're just lightning so my my pick in this game um d law i'd love to hear what you think I, i'm gonna go florida and five yeah, I, like I, I mentioned earlier uh, a few episodes ago about Florida, uh, I think they're going to be the favorite to win the Cup, um, other, you know, other than Colorado. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, Washington, they, they struggled down the, down the stretch. Florida's just too good. I, I, I think we're going to see a sweep. I think the brooms are coming out. So you're going to the sweep, huh? Yeah, just Florida's just too good, and Washington's just, I mean, I, there, there's too much on Ovechkin, to, and, and, and I don't know what, Oshie just, I don't know if he's just getting too too in, too in much injury. He just doesn't seem like the player he's like he has too. been. And, and I just think there's too much uh, pressure on Ovi, and Washington, like I said, Washington struggled down the stretch. So, and Flores is just a powerhouse team. Uh, so, uh, that leads us, if you're, you're done with your yeah, uh, yeah, Florida Washington. Yeah, jump right in. Uh, so, that leads us into another interesting season, uh, uh, matchup, Carolina and Boston. This is their third playoff meeting in the past four years. Uh, Jake DeBrusque has really, tur- uh, really turned up the notch. He's, he's on the top line now. He, he believe it or not he actually asked for a trade at one point this season and he he the coach and him had a talk and that's um pretty much when uh he's took off and and got on that top line and and just never looked back uh but carolina has has dominated the season series winning 3-0 outscoring the bruins 16 to 1 uh Oh, that's, that's that's a beating. Yeah, obviously there had to have been at least a couple of shutouts. <laughs> um, uh, but and uh, the the consistency was the key to the season for Carolina. They got off to that nine zero start, um, and this was the first um, the first season. Uh, in franchise history where they had 116 points, uh, 54 wins. Um, and it still wasn't enough to win the president's trophy. Um, Carolina has, uh, they, they led the season, uh, 198 days and they had the fewest goals against allowed. And they've also had the best penalty killing in the league with 88%. Uh, on the other hand, Boston's power play was 21%. So I think this is going to be a key for the series, as as is any series. Um, you know, uh, the last five games, Bergeron has had nine points, five goals. Uh, so he's, you know, they're heating up at the right time. So, you know, if he, he can stay hot coming in game one, game two, uh, you know, it might put some pressure on Carolina. Uh, Marshawns has had six assists in the last five games. And... Uh, McAvoy was led in the last uh, five games with a plus ten, a plus ten. That's that's averaging a plus two in each one of those five games. Um, Brady's not sure how you pronounce his name for Carolina. Skidey Shea. 
Shea. I don't know how they got Shea out of that. Well, he's got five points in his last five games. Uh, and and also four assists and a plus six. So it's, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, I... <laughs> It, it, I I I think this might go seven, seven games. I mean, Boston. Even if Carolina can get a lead, a series lead, Boston's tough at home. Plus, you know, you got Marshawn and Bergeron, and don't forget Pasternak. Um, but I think they'll 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 find a way to get that game get to seven games. But I think Carolina will ultimately win Game Seven. So you're going Carolina in seven. Yeah, this is going to be a good matchup. I just, you know, Boston usually comes out tough in the first round. Um, you know, just ask Toronto. But, you know, they come out tough in the first round. It's almost like they they, they kind of peter off. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Carolina. I, I think Carolina is going to take it. I'm going to go Carolina in five. Well, no, yeah, I'm going to do six. I'm going to do Carolina in six. So we both think that Carolina's got. Yeah, advanced, I just so that, think Carolina's got a really yeah. good team this year. I th- I think they've gotten hot at the right time. They kind of went under the radar because um, you didn't really hear too much about them. And the know, only was, issue is the goaltending, but I think Anderson's they, really. I mean, he's he's a veteran, so I think he'll 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 kick it up in the playoffs when yeah needs to. <clears throat> yeah. So do you want to move over to uh, Toronto now? Uh. Yeah, it looks like who who this is gonna be an interesting series. Who do you got uh Well here here's what I want to break down with Toronto and Tampa Bay. This to me is gonna be the must watch series coming out of the East because you have two teams that just played a couple of weeks ago. They played on uh April twenty first. That game was brutal. It was rough. It that was playoff hockey to the max. And they weren't even there yet. So I think this is going to be the game or the series to watch in the East. This, this is going to be a fun, fun series. But Toronto comes into this game at 54-21-7, one of their best seasons ever. Um, and they have 115 points. That's one of the most, well, obviously with franchise records and everything changes with the, that extra point like we've been talking about. Um, but they had a great season. Now, Tampa Bay, they were no slouches either. They were 51, 23, and 8. They they come into this series with 110 points. Um, but they had two, they, they played four games this year. They had two and two as a tie. This series was split down the middle. They've played each other tough all season. They're gonna just, you know, they're they're gonna go at it. But in this one, they just obviously have to shut Matthews down. The boy put up 60 goals this year. That's just incredible hockey. He's playing great hockey right now. You have to find a way to shut him down. Um, I don't know how you shut him down. Maybe just contain him. Yeah, that's all you can. You're not going to shut him down. He's going to score, but don't let him score four. Um, but he, he, the problem with Matthews is he'll go anywhere. He'll go in the. He'll get right in the rough spot. You know, he'll get right in the crease in the rough areas. He's not afraid to do that. Um, you know, he's, he's not afraid to get dirty. He's not afraid to take shots from the point. <clears throat> like, he'll, he just finds a way to score from all over the ice. You got to have a body on him. I mean, that's, that's all you, I mean, you're right. Contain him. You won't stop him. You need to contain him. Um, 
but they need to pick up Tampa Bay's got to bring that physicality when it comes to Matthews when he goes to those you know areas they got to rough him up a little bit um those ugly spots on the ice but the other player that you got to think about with Tampa Bay is you got to keep your head up for Simmons. I know he's a little bit older now, and as well as Corey Perry. Like, those are guys that know how to play playoff hockey. They've been in and out of the playoffs for many years. They're veterans, but they're also tough guys. Like, they're going to bring the physicality all series long. They're going to be trying to get in getting in your, 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 your brain a little bit. Um, but those are guys that are going to bring a different level of, of hockey. So you got to keep, keep an eye out because they will score as well. Now, looking at looking at Toronto, you know, they, they need to keep their head up because you got Patrick Maroon out there and Sorelli and Kalorn. Those are some big boys as well. They're not afraid to throw their body around. And Tampa Bay knows how to win. You know, they're going for their three-peat right now. So they know what to bring in the playoffs. And, and, and they're going to bring it. You know, I, I think they're going to bring it. Um, you know, but always have to watch out for Stamkos. Uh you know, you always talk about Ovi getting that cross pass from Oshi, and, you know, he's sitting right there on the face-off dot one-timer, you know, for the goal. Stamkos is no stranger to that. He plays a similar style of hockey. Um, you know, he'll be waiting over there for that stretch pass, and he'll just bury it. So always got to keep your eye out on him. Make sure you know where he is when he's on the ice. Um, but actually the player that I'm going to pick to watch, the guy that you need to watch in this series – if you're Toronto is Andre Pilat. Andre Pilat is playing some amazing hockey right now. <clears throat> um, he came out, he had three goals in their, in their se- season series. He knows, he knows how to score against this Toronto team. Um, but, but breaking that down after everything is done and said, I'm going to take Tampa Bay in seven. Well, and I, I, you meant you didn't mention Braden Point. I know um, if he could stay healthy, he he's really excelled in the playoffs in the, in the past. Um, so I, I would watch Braden Point too. And yeah, I but I I think Tampa Bay will do it, but I think they'll do it in five. If, you think it'll if, be that easy for him? Well, I didn't say it was easy, but it's you know it's not. I mean, if they can if they can get establish a physical presence on Matthews and Marner um, really get them off their game. I mean, I mean, obviously he's going to score, but if they can beat, you know, just beat them and, you know, not, not, not talking about punching them in the face or anything. It's just, just lean Rough on them a little bit. Yeah. Check Maybe them a and a little extra jab in the back. You know, you know especially, the especially in a playoff series, you know, that, that takes its toll. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and the reason I picked Tampa Bay is not is not because Toronto is a a terrible team, but Toronto's had some goaltending issues. They've had some, um, you know, people questioning the co the coaches, um. But Toronto really hasn't done anything massive in terms of beefing up the team to really show that they're ready to, to move on to me. Like let, you're bringing almost the same set of guys to the playoffs again. And I, I just, I don't know. I just don't think they have what it takes right now. They've got excellent players. They just don't have the culture. They don't have a culture of making it out of the first round. So that's and Toronto, why I Tampa yeah. 
and Toronto's had some playoff uh, woes lately. Um, so I, I think it's just within know, the last year. I, I know, obviously, the, you know they're ago. not they're not thinking about it, and they're thinking you know it's a whole new season. But it's got to be in the back of their heads. Oh, of course, so, of course. So, so who, do you, who do you? So you've got Toronto, or you've got Tampa Bay in five. I've got Tampa Bay in seven. And that leads us into the Rangers and Pittsburgh. This is an interesting matchup. We have the last time the Rangers were in the playoffs was 2017 when they got the first wild card with 102 points, which we talked about last episode with the with the 100-point markings. Um, it's the, the, the first – and the season series went to the Rangers – Three one, and they were all in the last part of the season. The first meeting between these clubs was in February. Uh, the Penguins won that one, but then the Rangers won the final three. At all three pl- were played since March twenty fifth, so they've they've gotten a lot of you know got to really know each other in the last part of the season. You know when when it was getting down to playoff crunch time. Uh, the first, uh, the Rangers outscored the Penguins eleven to four. The first, the first win of the season, they the Rangers won five to one, and then three to two, and then three to nothing. So, but the Rangers are two and five all time in the playoffs versus the Penguins, and their last matchup with the Penguins was in twenty sixteen. So, so a little bit of you know history between these two clubs, and they, quite frankly, they don't they, they hate each other. Panarin led the uh, the Rangers this season with ninety six points. Uh, Zibanejad with had eighty one points. Crater Kreider had seventy seven points. Uh, Adam Fox was seventy four. And then on the other end, uh, on, the, on the other side, you got Gensel who led the Penguins with 84 points. I know it's surprising, you know, with Crosby and Malkin, but Gensel was on Crosby's line most of the season. Crosby also had 84 points. Uh, Latang, uh, 68 points, and he's going to be a key in this series. I, I've, I think. And yeah, then I you got agree. Russ. But then, you, then you got Russ with 58. And Crosby and Melkin have a combined 486 playoff games played, and the Rangers are a fairly young team. I not I don't sure I'm not sure exactly how many playoff experience they got, but it's definitely not as much as a, as a Ranger as a Penguin. So that's going to be a key there too. Um, another key is. Tristan Jari is injured. I don't know if he'll be back. They, they're not saying um, for game one. Um, but that's, you know, Penguins, you know, obviously he's injured. And, you know, so if the Rangers can get to the other, the Penguins uh, backup, uh, I think DeSmith is probably going to be playing. Yep, that would be my um, guess as well. And the Rangers do have 27 comeback wins this season, second only to Florida's 29. So, you know, if the Rangers do get back, don't count, don't count them out. I mean, you know, because they know how to come back. So, but yeah, the Penguins is just too much of a powerhouse. Um, I, I know the the stats uh, are in favor of the Rangers, but this is a whole different season. 
this is like season, you know, you got the preseason, which basically is, you know, just for uh, rookies. Yep. And then you got the regular season, and then you get the playoff season. So it's basically like a season three. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a whole new season. You can throw all the records, all the stats away. So, but, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Penguins in five. Yeah, I'm going to go Penguins in six. Because I think the Rangers are going to put up a good fight. I think they're definitely... Like you said, you can't count them out because um, they they've earned their they've earned their place here. Um, but you also have to think that you know it wasn't the strongest division either, so um, or conference rather. So, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I still think Pittsburgh's got the experience. It's going to take them, you know, to the top over the Rangers. I think the Rangers are just a couple of players away, and you know they've got their goalie and Igor Shesterkin. He's playing great hockey. Um, you know, just couple more pieces and i think the rangers will will definitely be a team that'll go much farther it's interesting that we've uh on all four matchups that we've said uh we've all agreed that the same team will will win just in different different uh games yeah yeah it'll be interesting did you jot mine down yes perfect so that wraps up the Eastern Conference. Um, so let's uh, move over to the West. I, I think this is going to be an intriguing series. Uh, Which one? Minute, your next uh, recap that's going, uh, preview, Minnesota-St. Louis. That is going to be a phenomenal series. They are both fast. <clears throat> they are both physical. Uh both of these teams are, are, you know, St. Louis is only a couple of years out of not winning a Stanley Cup, so they've got, you know, they've got the the taste in the in their mouth, and they want that again. So they're definitely going to bring it. They're going to bring it and try to do it before, um, you know, they start aging out a little bit. Uh, Minnesota, they're kind of the up and young, you know, up and coming team. I th- I think they're, I think they're going to do well. So Minnesota comes into this matchup 53-22 and seven with one hundred and thirteen points. To St. Louis, it comes in with 49, 22, and 11 with 109 points. Now, if if you remember, this is like the Winter Classic rematch now because they met at the Winter Classic, and that was a great game. Um, but the problem is, is that St. Louis, even though their record wasn't there, they swept Minnesota in the, in the series 3-1. to one. Uh, So they met each other. Uh, four times, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, three and zero. So they met them three times this year, and St. Louis has beat them all three times. Uh, so that's definitely in their favor. They have Minnesota's number, but you have to remember though, two of the three games were pre-flower. So that could make a big difference here in this series because Flower knows how to play playoff hockey. Flower's also a Stanley Cup champion, so he knows what it's what it takes to win. So this could be interesting. I, I think, you know, I think that's going to be huge. Um, but like I said before, St. Louis is just a big physical team. Um, they're fast. And, and you got to watch out for, like, O'Reilly, Barbershev, uh, and Tori Krug. You know, he, he's out there. He's a hunter. He's going to go out there and look for those hits. He's one of those guys that's going to play very physical hockey. And he's also not going to be afraid to bait you either. So I, I think he's a guy to keep an eye on because 
he's going to be there. He's going to bring it all series long. Um, but I think my player to watch right now, I I think I'm going to go with, uh, Ivan Barbashev. You know, he's playing some good hockey. He, he, see with him, he gets in the dirty zones. So he's not afraid to, to score goals down there right by the crease. He's not afraid to take a little bit of a beating. Um, he's a tough kid and I think he's going to play well. He's had, uh, 24 goals on the season. Um, he's a six foot one, 195 pound kid. Yeah, I think he's going to bring a, a good physical presence in front of that net, and I think he's going to get those sloppy goals. So I think uh, you got to watch out for him. Um, he had two goals on the se- or in this series against uh, Minnesota. So, yeah, that's who I'm going to watch out for. But also for St. Louis, uh, Minnesota's also very f- big and physical. They're not afraid to throw their body around. You've got Ryan Hartman and Nick Delorier, both guys who will – uh, they'll hit, they'll check, they'll scrap, and they'll they'll also score goals. So you got to keep your head up when when you're out there. You know, if you're St. Louis. Um, now this one is you'll you'll appreciate this. This is my player to watch in this series. It's uh, Kirill the Thrill uh, Kiprasov. So you know, I just think he. he oh, finds- that's like nails <laughs> on a chalkboard. <laughs> but he, uh, you know, he just finds ways to score. He's he's a great player. He finds the open ice and he's, he's quiet. Like he just doesn't create a lot of noise, but he, he's always finding the puck and he's, he's a kid that can find, uh, you know, find a way to score. Um, but, but the other thing you got to think about is, you know, if you compare these series and you look at who has scored goals for each team, there's seven different Minnesota goal scorers. And there's 11 different St. Louis goal scorers. So St. Louis, you know, they bring a lot of offensive threat every time they play. And they put pucks on net. So I I have Minnesota in seven. Wow, this is uh, – I think this is where we're going to disagree. Um, See, but I, I think St. Louis can win it too. This is a tough Saint, one for me. St. Louis is a tough, tough team, tough uh, – they're physical. They're, 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 that and they're very, they're very offensive. The only thing I don't – well, their goaltending has been good. Uh, but I don't know how – you know, it's a younger younger goalie. I actually, I actually believe he's a rookie if he's a starter. Is it um, Huso? Um, yeah, it was it? Is it him? I can't remember his name. Um, but, you know, with Karu, 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 Karu. Kairu, yeah, Kairu. And, you know, all those, you know, Tarasenko, Buchnevich, um, Falk, and then, Shen. And then on the blue line. And then, so, I, I mean, I, I think they're going to do it in six. I, I ain't going to call the Blues in six. Blues in six. All right. And See, you, that's tough because St. Seven. Louis knows how to win. I think Minnesota is going to squeak it out. Like, I think Minnesota is going to start said, off slow. You but said I this is going seven. I said it's going to go seven. Minnesota and seven. Yeah. Um, so that leads us to Colorado and the Predators. Uh, the Predators did not. Well, Colorado was. Um, I think they were like one and five down the stretch themselves, but they pretty much had everything wrapped up. So they were resting players with that maintenance day crap. Um, 
But the the way the Predators ended the see the the, the regular season, you know, it's just the last ten games. I think they they won like maybe two or three. I don't have the exact um, the record, but the last game, the way they lost it in Arizona after came out flying in the first period, four nothing lead. You know, a lot of firsts for the franchise, and then they just fell flat on their face in the second half of the game and gave up five unanswered goals. I mean, I know it was Riddick was in the net. Um, the only question is if Saros is going to be ready for game one and two. Um, this is their the Predators and Colorado's second postseason meeting. Now, I want to ask you a quick question while you have the, the topic of goaltenders up. Um, I've been reading a lot of stuff on social media, the fans are actually wanting Ingram to start. God, I hope not. He was terrible against Arizona. He couldn't stop a beach ball. Well, no, that's that's a problem. I yeah, and, and I, it sounds like this could be a major issue for Nashville. And he's got a um, because you know he started the Arizona game because uh, you know they well, Riddick was they want to get he had just played and Saros was injured but you know Ingram's you know he's got that new mask and he's just got the outline for a new paint job and you could you could see you know it's got Preds on there well uh, he better scratch that helmet and just keep his Milwaukee helmet because he's going to be in Milwaukee for a while. He might be. He might be. I'm. I'm He's just not. It comes to 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 uh, go over this, the prediction for this one. But go ahead. He he's just not ready for the big league yet. He, I mean, he's he's really he's great in the AHL. He he needs another year or two. Do you happen um, to know how old he is? Uh, he's like twenty something. I'm not sure exact age. Um, but. As I said, this is their second postseason meeting. Uh, the first was in 2018 when the Preds won in six games. A, a, a great seat, a great series that one was. Uh, Nashville did take the season series in this three to one, outscoring the Avs 17-16. So it's it's going to be a tight series. Uh, the game that they the first game they lost early in the year was a six two loss, but the three wins that they won. They won five to two, five to four, and five to four. Uh, at least one was an overtime. So it looks like they're going to have to score five goals to win the game. Now I don't know in the playoffs if that's going to drop because goaltending is a premium in the playoffs. But with Colorado's offense, I don't think it's going to matter, especially with the presence of defense and the their. Their breakdown in defense, unless they can get that short up, uh, it's, that's going to be a huge key to the turnovers, the break, just total mental breakdowns uh, by the Predators' defense. Uh, Yossi led the season with 96 points. Uh, Duchesne with 43 goals, Forsberg with 42, and Johansson with 26. And Janot led all rookies with 24 goals, who also matched his age of 24 as a rookie. Um, um, Rantanen led the, the Avs with 92 points. Um, he also had 36 goals. 
And McKinnon had 88 points, Kadri 87 points, and Makar 86. So they got they got a lot of balanced scoring for them. The Az power play uh, was 24%. So that's another key. The, they got to stay out of the box. The Predators got to stay out of the box. Uh, their Preds had uh, Pelican had 53 goals against this this season, and their power play was uh, had 61 goals at 24 um, percent. Now, can you just go? I'm going to have you rewind here for a second. What was the season series between these two teams? Who took that again? Nashville three three one, and all three of their wins, the Preds scored five goals. And they add they, they so and so this is going to be a high scoring series. And it was seventeen sixteen as far as goals in those four games. Wow. I don't What's know. What's your prediction on this one? Um, I know you're going to before think about we before we get that. Um, uh, that that the Preds penalty killing was seventy nine percent. So I mean, it's they got to stay out of the box. Um, but if they if their penalty killing can get hot, that might be a huge uh, factor in the series. Uh, the Predators, but the Predators' goals for per game was three point two three, but their goals against was three point zero nine. So there's not a lot of margins. So they've been winning a lot of one goal games. On the other hand, Colorado's goals against was almost four at three point eight zero, and their goals against was two point eight six. So they have a little more breathing room. Mm-hmm. Um, and just some interesting side notes. Um, Matt Luff, the Predators, his birthday is May 5th. And Darcy Kemper, the Avs goal, goaltender, he's, his birthday is on May 5th. Um, I believe they do not play. They play. Uh, yes, they do play on the 5th. So well, they'll, they'll be, they'll, they'll be playing after the game. Well, it's in Colorado, so maybe. Um, and then also Nico Sturm of the Avalanche, his birthday's May 3rd. So they got some birthdays coming up, and, and they do play. Uh, that'd be game one will be on the 3rd. So I don't know. I mean, he's he's a younger player, so I don't know if he's uh, if he'll be in the lineup or not. But he might be for his birthday. Who knows? Um, that'd be exciting. That'd, that'd be a heck of a birthday present. Speaking of birthdays, I don't want to. I, I I don't want to um, toot my own horn, but I think we have a song to play. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! Happy wow. birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! That was an awful long song. That's right. Everybody, today is, I, I was going to save it for the end of the show, but I, I guess uh, we should just throw it out there now. Happy birthday. D-Law is turning 63 today. Uh, not that old, not yet. Maybe another 20-some years. Uh, he won't tell us his age. <laughs> but, um, so, I guess that means I got to uh, go into the uh, predictions here. Yeah, um, with your heart, your head, or both? The, the way the Predators have played down the stretch and Colorado's is too strong. I'm going to say Colorado in six. 
I actually was going to say Colorado and six as well. And I'm not going to change it, but I'm going to go Colorado and six. I just think you have to do that with um, Colorado's uh, or with uh, the Avalanche's goal. You know, they have no goalies. Yeah, well, you know, you know, nobody's heard a prognosis on on Soros yet. So I mean, that could be that could be a game. That could be a trick or a tactic or whatever you want to you know trickery, tomfoolery, but. What they're doing is they're either blowing off an injury and he's just going to show up in the lineup one day and, and, and throw off Colorado, or there's actually something wrong. They don't know when he's going to be able to get back, if he's going to get back. <clears throat> so, well, at least it wasn't like Ingram. The, the fans the don't like uh, Riddick. Well, I don't like Riddick either, but. You guys are in trouble yeah. with that. I I want Rene back, but he's not going to come back. Uh, I don't think he'll pull Fisher. Well, wouldn't that be something? Holy mackerel! Get him on the line. Let's see if he'll come back and help out for a game. Well, they he already get out of shape. Well, they already retired his jersey. So so what? So pull it down they, for a game. Does can they even do that? Has that even happened? I don't think well, that's ever happened. Well, there's a first for everything. So yeah, by any <laughs> chance, by golly, if. Uh, if Pecorine, if you're listening to this, why don't you come try out for one game and help the Predators get through this goalie debacle they're in? Pecorine, game, one game, game one series. Game maybe. three, that would blow the house down because yeah. it, it it comes and you know the Predators first, you know, because they obviously they Colorado's got home ice, so the Predators' first playoff game would be game three next Man, Saturday, May seventh. I think I know somebody going to a playoff game on game three. Oh, who's that? Oh, is that that guy that we had at our show a few weeks ago? The guy, uh, the the gaming guy there. Zinc. Yeah. Zryan's gaming hideout. Check him out. Um, yeah, he's going to be there. He's going to be there with a bachelor party. So there'll be a gaggle of folks there. Um, and I think I have a co-host going. Do I have a co-host? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Okay, I thought I lost you there for a second. But yeah, that'll be uh, <laughs> that'll be exciting. Um, My first ever NHL playoff game. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be insane. I mean, you've already got the best fans in the league. Now, now you put the best fans in the league in the playoffs playoffs um but it's gonna be nuts you're gonna have a great time it's gonna be a blast i'm jealous but you're gonna have a good time um but i hope they win that game i hope they win the series but i just think colorado's gonna notch them out all right so let's move on to the calgary dallas since we kind of yeah use up a lot of time on the predators series yeah that's okay i'll jump in here um i'll keep this uh pretty pretty short here um you know that they met a total of five times this season. Um, or no, I'm sorry. They met a total of three times this season. And Calgary took two of those three wins. Uh, they they are also a fast and physical team. You've got Tuchuk, who's on that pest slash, um, I don't even know what you would call him. It's not the enforcer, but it's the, yeah, I guess it's just the pest. Um, but he's out there. He's always going to be causing trouble. you got to keep your head up because – He'll get you. He'll get you legally, illegally. He doesn't care. 
Uh, then you have Lucic's sidekick that's going to be throwing his weight around. It's going to be a rough. It's going to be a good series. I think this is going to be. Pro, this is going to be my to watch series in the West. Um, I think this is going to be a fast physical series. You have, uh, you know, Jamie Ben Radulov. I mean, you got big guys out here. Um, but yeah, with you know, Jamie Ben can score. Jamie Ben can play. He, he's he's a big body. He'll mix it up. I think he's going to be somebody you really have to keep your eye out for because he he can do it all. And as much as I don't care for the guy after what he did to Larkin, um, you know, but he just, he finds ways to put, put the puck in the net. Um, but my, my must watch player of this for, for Dallas is actually going to be Jason Robertson. Um, he had two goals on the, on the season series. Um, you know, he's had 38 goals on the season. I think he's going to be a big factor here because he's another kid that just puts it on the ice. Every time you watch him, he's he's 110%. And he's one of those players that just tries to – he'll try to score from anywhere, but he's not afraid to take it to the net. So he's my must-watch for, for, for Dallas. <clears throat> um, but, you know, once, once you look over at um, Dallas, so like we, we had mentioned – um, to Chuck and Lucic, a couple of big-bodied boys. Um, but I actually think you're going to have to watch to Chuck. I think he's the guy to watch both offensively and uh, physically. I think he's going to do a lot. He also put up two goals in the season series. And, you know, you just can't let him go. But, I mean, you also have uh, Mangiapane at the same time, who also has two goals in this season series. So Calgary's got some guys that can put put the puck on on the net. They can put it in the net. They can uh, you know really get some offensive uh, pressure generated. So I think this is going to be a fast physical series. I think this is also going to be a high scoring series. Um, this is going to be my you know I think this is going to be my to watch series out of the West. And my prediction, I'll go with my prediction. I'm actually going to go Calgary in. I'm gonna go Calgary in six. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, Dallas, they they've had an up and down season this this year, and and they've really, I mean, they they. I believe they're the only team they, without a hundred points, right? They no Nashville and Edmonton or LA uh, also had uh, well, LA had ninety nine. They should have had a hundred. Oh yeah, I see that. Probably now. same thing with the Predators, but um, they. They they had their problems down the stretch too. They actually uh, had a they actually blew a lead to the Coyotes too, but it was only three, not four. And you know they they were holding they were holding their breath on that Predators Coyotes game because all the Predators really needed was a point, and they, the Stars would be playing Colorado instead. So I mean, you know, I don't want to say they squeaked into the playoffs because. Uh, you know they they made the playoffs by like three points over um, who's their uh, first wild card or the first one to lose out um, when not when the one I went by um, uh, Vegas yeah Vegas um, I don't want to talk about them on this uh, one but um, I, I Calgary is just too too strong of a team that they're really good defensive they really that. They really bottled up the Predators in that last game, the last game that they played um, in Nashville. Um, 
So I'm going to go with Calgary in, in uh, uh, six. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, I'll say, I'll say Calgary. In I six. think that's, a, I think that's a really safe bet. Um, and this leads us to the final matchup. Not, not, not that it's the least of them all. Uh, Edmonton and the LA Kings. The pretty intriguing um, matchup. Um, Adrian Kempe. Uh, he he's a streaky scorer. But he's had um, 35 goals, and he's had seven game-winning goals this season. Um, so I don't know if he's going to be streaky. And, and the Kings, they, they ended their four-year playoff drought, and they were 5-0-1 down the stretch to secure the third place in the Pacific Division. Um, Edmonton won the season series 3-1, and one of them was an overtime win. Um of course, you got McDavid for the Oilers, who had 123 points, winning the Art Ross. And then Dreisaitl with 110. Zach Hyman, who's kind of been an afterthought, um, but still a really I know you don't good, like him, good but player. He, Evander Kane, he's playing 54 points. Oh, uh, I, I, is, he, is he still being a complete... You moron. <laughs> no, I think he's... Uh... I think he's there. So he's playing um, great hockey. But Hyman has fifty-four points, and Nugent Hopkins, who's he's kind of flying on the radar himself. He he ended up with fifty points this season. Um, the Kings, uh, Kopitar had sixty-seven points this season, uh, and as I mentioned, Kempe is streaky scorer, so um, he had fifty-four points, and he was and and he's you know. For for a streaky score to have fifty four points in a season, that's that's pretty good. So he he must have had some pretty good streaks. Uh, and then you got Dano, who's he's he brings his physical presence. He had fifty one points. So I think if Dano can get uh, that physical presence on the Oilers' top line, um, I think that might be a, a, a key uh, part of the series. And then uh, former. Former Predator uh, Arvidsson, um, 49 points. And this is his seventh straight postseason. Uh, obviously, most of them with the Predators. Um, but, yeah, so I, I don't really think. I mean, LA, LA will win some games in this series, maybe one. But Edmonton, with that powerhouse the team, um, not not as not as much as uh, you know Minnesota or Calgary or Florida, but you know LA is just you know they, this is the first playoff in in four years, so I, I'm gonna have to go with Edmonton in five. Yeah, I was actually gonna say Edmonton in five as well because I mean McDavid, he's another one of those players like we had talked about earlier. You're not gonna stop him; you just gotta contain him. Um, he's just he's too strong of a player. I mean, you've got Leon Dreisaitl out there, um, you know, then then on the physicality side of things, you know, you've got Zach Cassian, Evander Kane. Like these are guys that will throw their body around and play physical hockey. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't I just don't think the Kings are going to keep up with that. I, I think that that is um, 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm going Edmonton in five. And uh, that that's uh, that those are the matchups for the first round. Um, the networks will start, uh, but with being the first round, they're also going to be available on the regional sports network. So if you're if you're a fan of any of these teams, um, don't forget you can also watch on your your local uh, team. But they start off tomorrow, on Monday, May second. Boston, Carolina leads it off at seven p.m. on ESPN. Tampa Bay, Toronto, seven thirty on ESPN two. St. Louis, Minnesota, that's the one to circle, 9.30 p.m. ESPN. Um, yeah, that's going to be an incredible series to watch. And then the Kings and Edmonton at 10 p.m. on ESPN, too. Those are all game ones, obviously. And then that moves into Tuesday, May 3rd, when the Predators start in Colorado at 9.30 on ESPN. Hey, it looks like we have a uh, Avs fan chatting with us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think he's just messing with the predators um because he's a buffalo fan um and then pittsburgh and the rangers at seven on espn and washington florida at 7 30 on espn2 and then dallas and calgary is a nightcap game at 10 p.m on espn2 on wednesday may 4th you got game twos coming up boston carolina at seven on espn Tampa Bay, Toronto, Game 2, 7.30, ESPN 2. St. Louis, Minnesota, 9.30, ESPN. And then the Kings in Edmonton at 10 p.m. on ESPN 2. And do you want to take uh, the Thursday game schedules? So we've got Preds of Colorado. That's a 9.30 Eastern game on TNT. Um, you know, then you've got Pittsburgh uh, Rangers. That'll be at 7 p.m. That's on TNT also. Uh, Washington at Florida, uh, that'll be 7.30 on TBS. And then finally, you've got your Dallas and your Calgary. Uh, that'll be a fun game to watch, 10 o'clock on, on TBS. Um, and then Friday, we'll move into Friday. You've got Carolina-Boston, 7 p.m. TNT. Toronto-Tampa Bay, that's a must-watch. Definitely you know, set your DVR for that one. Uh, 7.30 on TBS. And then at the same time, you got to watch your Minnesota-St. Louis series. Uh, that's at 9.30 on TNT, so definitely be clicking back and forth on that. So have the uh, clicker ready. Uh, and then your Edmonton Kings. Watch Edmonton win at 10 o'clock on TBS. So that, that'll that wrap up our short show here in just almost an hour. Um so, you know, that leads us to our normal Friday, uh, well, our normal weekly show um, be uh, available uh, probably Saturday. Well, it might be delayed uh, this week because I'll be going to Nashville on Saturday. But we're still going to be recording on Friday. Maybe we'll just do um, another live show. Yeah, maybe. And then... Um, so that'll be episode twelve. So we'll we'll be breaking down, uh, you know, recapping some of these uh, these games, game one and game two, obviously Monday through Friday games, and then uh, preview the next set of games coming up uh, starting next Saturday. Yeah, so we'll just keep breaking it down and 
See what happens. Bring my laptop to the game. Yeah, oh, that'd be insane. That, yeah. Or I could just take over their broadcast. And we'll also <laughs> we'll also be doing. Uh, oh yeah, we got. We'll have a guest in the house over there with you. Um, we got a we got a blooper reel that we got to put together and release here. Yeah, because we, we've got some good content from the last show. Oh, yeah, I'm wait. I'm kind of waiting for the summer when it slows down a little bit. I don't, and because that's I got a lot of blooper. I got two, a lot, a lot of blooper reels that, that I'd have to go sort out, and uh, it might take a while to to get together. So look, look for something for the summer when it slows down, and there's you know, not much going on. Um. But I think that'll wrap up this uh, first ever live show. Um, yeah, the playoff special. Um, email us at predwingspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Preds, wait, predwingspod, if I say that right. And, of course, on our Facebook page. And then don't forget, hit up our friend uh, Zinkovich over at uh, Zryan's Gaming Hideout. Uh, on Twitch, check him out, look him up, follow him, subscribe. Just want to throw a little plug in there. We'll see you, Smashville. Good night, Hockey Town. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.